This is the story of a what would your life look like if you believed every experience only allowed you to be everything that you can be? Shut up! But seriously, what if it did? I had gone from homeschool jungle freak to shiny plastic to most hated person in the world to actual human being. It doesn't just happen in the movies. We're talking transformation in your life. That's what we're exploring here. Are you ready? Hi there, my name is Allie Williams. A few years ago, I left my old Kentucky home to build my dreams. With $125 in my pocket, after a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign that allowed me to leave and learn in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored for two years, then landed in sunny LA after learning three things. One, your almost will never satisfy your craving for your utmost. Two, the most courageous work is done in love. And three, the crazy faith within you, that's what changes everything. And that is where the real journey began. My journey to embrace imperfection and build a life to live out those truths. It's brought me to you. Lucky me, right? If you're here, I'm holding space for you to get to know the courage and character you carry. The thing that so many of us miss. I know I did. That involves some effort though. A bit of being and some doing. Learning, healing, loving, failing, and growing. The works. Now, I have a disclaimer. If you want to remain the same, I lovingly recommend you find another podcast. I believe in you far too much to allow you to stay stagnant. Here, we grow. Here, we live overconfident and underprepared because this is the thing. You're never going to be fully ready. And I promise that shouldn't stop you. If you're still here, I have one thing that I need from you. Show up. Show up nervous, show up frustrated, show up confused, just show up. Not for me, for you. In exchange, I'll do the same. I'll bring the stories, the conversations, and the tools I've found thus far in bite-sized episodes. Because my journey wasn't just to teach me something. It's for you. I believe we were created to change the world. Yes, that means you. But I want to know, will you? I'm willing to bet that you will. You ready? Let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Hello and welcome back to the Red Up Your Alley podcast. You guys, today's podcast is so special. I have my one and only financial advisor, Elisa Todd here, to go through two ways to pay off debt. Now, this is a topic that a lot of people like to avoid, and we're just not going to do that. We're going to face it head on because it can be cool, it can be empowering, and it can be fun with Elisa. So Elisa, thank you for being here. Hi, Ali. Thanks for having me. I am so excited for us to dive into this today. Oh my gosh, me too. I know. And I don't know about you guys, but I 
lived in so much financial fear for years. After college, when I got hit with the student debt, that honestly was a lot more sizable than I had expected or planned because that wasn't something that I was managing. I just had no idea what to do. And I know so many people are left with that paralyzing feeling. So just having these two things in your back pocket is not just empowering, but I hope it it breaks off some of that fear because you can make progress. You can move through this. And Elisa is literally a genius on how. So with that, I'm going to have you like, just take it away. Are you ready, Elisa? Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And I mean, you, what you said at the beginning is so right. Most, most people or many people avoid looking at debt. And if you're tuning in today and you have any sort of debt, whatever, you know, whether that be credit card, a personal loan, student loans, a mortgage or auto loan, whatever it might be that you feel is heavy, is weighing down on you, the first step is to take a look at it. And I always, you know, when I walk my clients through this process, I always say, look at it from almost like a a scientific, like as if you're a scientist, just like analyzing and looking at it without any judgment. We're just seeing like, okay, like what's actually going on here? Like what is going on in your finances today? And know that what's happening today, you're not stuck with it permanently, right? Like I always tell my clients, it's only going up from here. And it's true no matter where you're at. And, you know, I graduated college with student loans as well. And I think like most people had no idea how student debt worked, how to pay it off. And my family, we moved to the US only a few years before I went to college. And just how the credit system and how student loan system in the US works is that your interest rate depends on all these different factors. So anyway, long story short, because my parents and I did not have long credit history, my student loans through the the private student loans had an incredibly high interest rate. Like it was literally like 10%. It was insane. I've never, I have not seen other student loans that high, even working with all my clients, but it's really because we didn't have any history. So when I graduated, I had this high interest student loan debt that was just felt like such a burden. And, you know, it's, it's no one's fault, but I was lucky enough to start learning all these tools that I can now teach my clients. So when it comes to paying off that, and that's just really just to give you a background, because I know what it's like to have that and be worried about it. And when it comes to anything financial, I think when you are empowered about your money and about your financial situation, it can be the most freeing thing. And at the same time, on the opposite end of the spectrum, money can be one of the most stressful things. It's the thing that can keep people up at night. It can make you physically sick. So that is a very interesting subject. And I think when it comes to debt, there's two distinct components. There's the emotional journey, but then there's also the strategic action. And in the emotional journey where we're really talking more about shame and guilt, but in today's podcast, really wanted to dive into more of the strategic action and give you a couple ideas on what you can do to move the needle forward. And in general, there's two ways to pay down debt. And if you, you know, see these, you might see these terms in the finance industry, but they're called snowball or avalanche method. And I'll like break each one down, but I want to preface it by saying there's no right or wrong way. I think sometimes we get so caught up in what's good or what's bad or what's right or wrong when it comes to finances is that we forget everyone's financial situation is so unique, right? Like what, what a financial strategy might be good for me might not work for you, Allie, or what's working well for you might not work for one of our listeners. So just, you know, keep that in mind, knowing that your situation is unique and each one of these methods are, you know, work incredibly well. 
And so, so good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> just want to say, and it's just, I love that. I want everyone listening to pay attention, the emotional journey and the strategic action and feel your feelings in this, but know that yeah. there are solutions and you don't have to freeze. Yeah, absolutely. Like the worst thing you, we can do is freeze and ignore, right? Because that's not going to make anything better. Even if it's scary, we need to look at the debt. We need to look at our finances. We need to look at how much we have in savings because otherwise we can't improve that. But that's, um, I, I feel like that's the same in any any important aspect of our life. It's the same with our health. It's the same with relationships. Like we have to pay attention to these things if we want to improve them. So true. So when it comes to debt, the one mistake that I often see people make is sprinkling extra payments towards debt, spread apart towards all of their debts evenly. So for example, say you have extra $200 a month to pay down debt and you have about three credit cards. What I commonly see is, okay, maybe we'll put $100 towards one card and then $50 to another and then $50 to the third, right? Just kind of like sprinkling out their extra cash flow. And because of the way the banking system and the interest rates work, you probably notice if you've been doing that, it's hard to make a dent in your credit card debt if you're doing that. And that's where a lot of our clients come to us and say, we've been trying to do this on our own. And it's just not really making a big difference. And that's because we also have to know how banking works, right? Banks pay you no more than 0.02% for the money you give them, like in your savings and checking, but they charge you between like 16 to 25% for money you borrow on a credit card. And so that's why, because it's such high interest rate, if you're only sprinkling your dollars over a few credit cards, it just seems like you can't get ahead because the interest rate is so high. So instead, what we want to do is focus on one debt at a time. And this this is where you enter either the snowboard or avalanche method. And so the avalanche method is you pay, you focus on the debt with the highest interest rate, regardless of the balance. Like even if it was the lowest total balance, if it has the highest interest rate, if you're following the avalanche method, you're choosing that. So that gives you an idea of, okay, I'm still making all the minimum payments due on all my debts because you don't want to not pay them. So Otherwise, you'll be hit with like missed payment penalties, late fees. So you still want to do the minimum payments. But if you're following the avalanche method, you're focusing any extra cash flow towards the debt with the highest interest rate. And with the snowball method, it's it's a little different. We're still focusing only on one debt at a time, but you're paying down the debt with the lowest balance, regardless of the interest rate. So even if it had you know, the lowest interest rate, if it had the smallest balance, if you're following the snowball method, you're putting any extra cash flow towards that one. And like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, personal finance is not black or white. It's not right or wrong because these methods are very, very different. But some people work really well when they focus on the avalanche method. Then some people work really well when they focus on snowball method. There's no right or wrong, I think, when it comes to this. And you know, we really evaluate when we're looking at our clients' overall financial picture. We look at, okay, how many um, cards do you want to pay? Do you have that we want to pay off? You know, what's your personality like? And that's how we kind of figure out um, which method might work. And the snowball method is it's great if you want some quick mental wins by knocking out some of your smaller debts, and that can always feel good. But my recommendation is regardless of which one you pick, choose one and then stick to it. And make sure that you're paying all of the minimum due payments so you're avoiding late fees or penalties because that's just money that you don't want to be giving any extra money to the banks, right? But focusing any additional cash flow towards one debt at a time. And 
while you're paying off your debt, you can also reach out to the people or institutions that you've borrowed money from and ask if they have payment plan options. Ask if they can you know, be flexible on their interest rate. You might be surprised by how willing some of these institutions can be flexible and work with you because at the end of the day, they want their money, right? So even if that means dropping the interest rate a little bit for them, they, you know, you might be surprised by how open they are to negotiating with you. Yeah, absolutely. I want you guys to know, like I, I had to do that. Like I ended up reaching out to an institution that I essentially like my purse had been stolen and I lost access to an app because like my phone was in the app and I had like a $200 balance on one of my cards and I just kind of forgot about it, but I had moved. So they didn't have my new address. Anyway, it ended up snowballing to a thousand dollars and I had, or not snowballing. That's like not even the right word. It like freaking ranked up so much debt and I wasn't doing like, it wasn't doing my payments because all of my cards changed because someone had stolen my purse. And it was this whole thing that hit me a year later and I called them like bawling my eyes out. It's so funny to tell the story now because this used to cause so much shame. Yeah. And now it's I funny. remember this too. Yes. Like you've grown so much too. It's like now we can look back and be like, oh my God, this is the lesson in it. But when you're in the middle of it, it's stressful. It sucks. Absolutely. But but there's a way out. And I mean, I remember when you told me like, you can just call the institution. I was like, I'm not going to call the people that like want my, you know, want my money. And like, they scare me. They were so kind. And yeah. And they wanted to work with me. And then there was like such an easy solution, right? Like I just got yeah, to do that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I really, I love that because even if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. That's how I felt too. But guess what? It totally worked out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a lot of times we don't know how banking works, right? This is like, we're, it's not like we're learning this in school, but at the end of the day, banks or institutions that you've borrowed money from, they want their money back. So even if it's on a payment plan, they are more likely to be willing to accept that because alternative is that you're just going to keep ignoring it and then they're yeah. not going to get their money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just really to wrap up this episode, you did such a good job just making that simple and just bringing it. And you did this on our first call together where I was like, wow, you make it seem as if I can do it. If you feel like you can't do this, if you feel anxious, if you feel shame about it, I want you to know that I felt it too. I felt so incompetent when it came to money, but my, me ignoring it didn't do anything. And just like the institution wants their money back. I want you to know that like you want them to have their money back because you don't want this this stress on your back. You don't want to carry yeah. this around. And so taking it and addressing it now, it takes a lot of courage and you have that courage in you, but you're never going to regret being in the positive on the other side of this. You will never ever regret that. So it's worth the effort. So true. So true. Amazing. Well, this has been so great. Thank you, Alisa. If anyone is looking for support in this, Alisa has some amazing services and even a debt pay down um, VIP day where she sits down with you and will create a plan. And I am just like so fond of that because that's really what you did with me. So with that, you guys can go find her. I have all of her links to everything in the show notes and go ask her questions. Like she really is here. She cares. And I just want you to know, because I needed to hear this years ago, you can get out of this and it doesn't define you right? It doesn't matter if you have a thousand dollars in debt or a hundred thousand, just mm -hmm. seek help because there's a way to move through it. 
Absolutely. And yeah, I'm an open book. Feel free to reach out. And I love connect with, connecting with all of you on social media too. Amazing. Well, thank you for being here. You guys go have an incredible day and we'll see you back here at Right Up Your Alley soon.